motivating, stimulating, mildly erotic. Outlaw Radio. My buddy from Arizona, John Alby, uh, last Saturday on the show, he got a little uh, cold outside. And so he borrowed a jacket. I, I had no idea whose jacket that was. I thought it was yours. No, no, I knew it wasn't mine. I wouldn't know my own jacket. Okay. So I, I said, I don't know, uh, you know, borrow it. Take it. So Billy Dilly outside just now, or HR man Billy Dilly, he said, well, did John, when John borrowed the jacket, did, did that mean he took the jacket with him? Well, <laughs> it's in Arizona, Billy. It's going to Alaska right now. And I, I mention that because, John, if you're still watching us or listening to us on great radio stations, but watching us on YouTube at Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio, do you have the jacket? or I, See, I can't imagine John taking the jacket. You know, he did tell me that he didn't bring a jacket because the weather was so I, good. I understand that, yeah. but on, on the day that he departed, it was a nice day, and I don't believe he took the jacket. Well, a nice day here, but he had to travel all the way to Arizona. Well, John, let me know. Do you have that jacket? Because I, I guess yeah. it turns out it's Billy Dilly's. But I don't remember a name tag saying Billy Dilly's jacket. No, you should I, take it. And I don't remember Billy ever saying, you know, this is my jacket, and uh, I'd like, you know, to, at some point when you're best buddy from uh, uh, Arizona comes over, uh, w- would you ask him not to take it with him? Yeah, I don't recall I don't recall that conversation. No, by the way, he took... Well, I, think I don't took, remember that. He took one of my guitars, too, but that's okay. What, did he? No. Okay, all right. Yeah, on his motorcycle. Hey, uh, educational indoctrination causes woke mind virus, and uh, this was on Real Time with old Bill Mahar. Elon Musk stated that the anti... Uh, ridiculous anti-anti-free speech aspects of the woke mind virus are dangerous to society and uh, the woke mind virus is due to the amount of indoctrination that's happening in schools and universities that is far beyond what parents realize. I I believe that uh, 10 years ago that parents didn't realize this, but today parents must, they, they ha- unless they have their head up their friggin' arse aru, they know that this is happening. Yeah. So Bill Mahar asked, you've talked about this whole uh, mind virus. Is it really ap- uh, apocalyptic uh, terms? He said, that's the way you talk about it. Like it's the apocalypse coming. Um, he said, you should explain why you uh, don't think it's uh, hyperbole to say things like it's pushing civilization towards suicide. First of all, what is the woke mind virus? And if we don't deal with this, nothing else can get done. Tell me why you think that. Elon Musk said, I think we need to be very cautious about anything that is anti-meritocratic and anything that results in the suppression of free speech. So these are two of the aspects of the woke mind virus that I think are very dangerous. It's that it's often very um, ugly, and and you in this day and age you can't question things. Even the questioning is bad. I feel and, triggered. And Elon Musk <laughs> is spot on about this. Yeah, yeah. he said. Absolutely. Musk said, I really can't emphasize this enough. We must protect free speech. And free speech only matters. It's only relevant when it's someone you don't like saying something you don't like. Because obviously speech that you like, that's easy. So he says, the thing about censorship is that for those who would advocate it, just remember at some point that it will be turned 
on you. And that, my friends, is the difference between the left politically and the right. Yeah, but who does he think the he is, le- a rocket scientist? The, le- oh, the wait, left oh. wants <laughs> to stop the free speech completely down. That's why in our universities... Instead of allowing free speech, yeah. there are protests, and those conservative free thinkers will not be allowed to do their thing, although they've been booked for a function. Um, Mahar then asks, so this woke mind virus, how did it start? Was it bats? Uh, did it escape from a lab? What is your assessment? Because it's fairly recent, how did it start and why? And I wouldn't take time unless I thought this was important. Elon Musk then responded, I was trying to figure out where it's coming from. I think it's actually been a long time brewing. In that it's, I think it's been going on for a while. And the amount of indoctrination that's happening in schools and universities, I think is far beyond what parents realize. And... I sort of came to realize this somewhat late, but the experience that we had in high school and college is not the experience the kids today are having and hasn't been for, I don't know, 10 years, maybe 20 years. Uh, I will tell you that Elon Musk, I disagree with you. This has been going on for four, at least 40 years. This has been going on for 40, 50 friggin' years, the indoctrination in schools. How old is Elon Musk in his 50s, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if he realizes that this ugliness has been happening for not 10 years, not 20, but 40, 50 years. And it's it's an entire socialism, communism agenda. If they take over the schools and the minds of children, they have everything. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And it's this is not a platitude. I, I don't speak in platitudes. I will speak with the truth. And this is the honest to God truth. We have allowed our kids to be screwed up. And the parents of the last 10, 20 years, by and large, are real dummies. Yep. Real dummies. Yep. Uh, this could be a good time to, to play this. Uh, oh, you have something, Mark? One of the things I sent you. Yeah, tell me, tell me. That uh, if you look historically at how fascism takes over, mm-hmm. they start with the children. Always. Well, yeah. It's all. It's because it's easy. It, well, no. no well. It, it, it's it's the it's it's where you. It's take. the beginning. But yeah. you start right. with the children, it's and the then begin- you brainwash the parents. Yes, yeah, that's what's going on. It's the beginning of the thought process. And, and, and Dave, who whose fault is it? Well, you see, the, it, it, with the parents, they're adults. They have children. If they buy into this, the parents are a holes. The parents are always at fault. Yeah. Sorry. Of course, it's the parents. Of course, of course. Yeah. Of course. When we were kids, we were we were yeah. out on the streets coming in Come when the well, streets the, the, went out, not worried about anything. There the, was no danger. The there was Kevin no, Bacon's yeah. of the world and other parents who think it's a grand, beautiful idea for transvestites to perform for five-year-olds in schools. I, th- I think we've noticed who the dumb effers are. Yeah. It's the Kevin Bacons. It's your neighbor. It's the dip But unfortunately, it, it's people with power. Yeah, it's people that's that... Are, good, that's the unfortunate yeah. part. But, but I don't believe that we, on the right, who believe in America and love our children, 
I don't believe we're the minority. I believe we are the majority. We are. And I think that there are enough old school Democrats out there who just happen to be Democrat. I don't know how you can still do it in this day and age. When your party has friggin' left you, but fine, do what you have to do, but don't allow our children to be screwed up. But Matt, how do you how do you tell your child who's who's facing peer pressure because the other kids are buying into it? I'll tell you their I'll parents. T- I'll tell you kids. how because I have a child, and you explain what peer pressure is as I did with my child. Well, no, you homeschool nowadays, and you don't well, let no, them go no, to public no, no, schools. No, no, if my if my child was of that age, right. there's there's no way she'd go to a public no, no, school. No. Well, aside from this and everything that's going on, there's it's, the shootings. There's, yeah. I don't know. I would never send my kid to school. No, no, no. There's absolutely no way. Hey, oh. the stripper that came over yesterday, <laughs> she has a 10 and a 14-year-old. She said, no. I homeschool them. Two, two, diff- two different uh, uh, males, probably. I, you know, man, Most likely. Not, I, I already said that, yeah. Most likely. She wants to come and do the show sometime. Nah. I hope she's not nah, uh, why? I don't know. Cause she's, she's, why, why, why would we have some indiscriminate... And uh, she seemed like a lovely person. Yeah, she's sweet. But uh, you tell me why... I would say, yeah, uh, Mart, I want you to book the stripper. Because she might, you know. Wait, you might what? Get up on the table and do a little dance for us. That's not going to, that's not going to. not ruin my poker table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll have to get, get the set off the oh, table. You know, no. no, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying that these are possibilities. <laughs> I said, Matt, do you have a, you have a bottle of wine? Yeah, right in there. Yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking, why, why do I open up a bottle of my wine for some stripper chick who brought a dog over that my brother Mark is considering uh, uh, taking ownership of. Why should it be my wine? Uh, Matt, uh, you got a bottle of wine? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I got a bottle of wine, but wait, why me? Well, guess what? You know, I mean, Mark, why didn't you ask her on the phone? I didn't know what, what she What drank. do you drink? Well, asked, she asked me, she goes, what do you have? I Listen, said, what rule do you of want? thumb, Marty, you should know this. Rule of thumb is that all the dancers drink. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, no, I knew, I knew, and I knew and by the way, by the way, yeah. so they're not really drinking in front of you because it's your first meeting, they're they're simply having wine. Right. Yes. Because right. that's not drinking. Right, because no. they did six or seven shots before they got here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you know. And by, and by the way, listen, I've been around. <laughs> yeah, but talk about fact-checking when it comes to strippers. Tattoo Dave. Come on, bring it. <laughs> Tattoo Dave knows. He was a bouncer, weren't you? I was. Uh, yes, I was. Uh, Hello. Uh, Dave's got all the... In- he's got, he knows the when body it comes to st- When it comes to strippers, man, he knows who's on stage. And he free. was he knows there's a, and just boy, can he screw up fun. a punchline? Thank you, Mark. Just let me talk. Just <laughs> let me. Just right. Thanks, Mark. You know, just he's let, trying to look. He's trying to be part. Just, of just let me. Just let me yeah. sing. Okay. Okay. Just let me sing. Can, can let I, the boy I, sing. I let me sing. Can you let, let the boy sing? Let for my the love of God. let my brother have a dog who's not a biter. <laughs> And let and, and let me let me sing. Go ahead. All right. Okay. Socialism upside. There is one, and you're about to hear it. Oh no! Thanks to my buddy who, as it turns out, stole our HR man Billy Dilly's coat on his to wear on his Harley back to Arizona. Hey, Did he man. cop to it already? Did he cop to it? No, no. I'm waiting. I'll, I'll get word. Believe me. Uh, this is a little piece that John sent me. But his, he put the tequila bottle back. Who did? Never mind. (laughs) 
See, it's all. It, you Guess know, what? Really, your show, your your new show. I'm telling. I'm telling you, the radio <laughs> thing. It, it is an art. I mean, it really is. It it uh, truly yeah. is. <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> no, no, no. And I, I, I'd say I appreciate that. Okay, <laughs> but but you know we're truthful on this show. All right. This is a piece. This is a piece sent to me. Did you hear that? I wish, that was, I wish Boyer would turn his damn ringer off. The, no, that was my phone. Oh, that was, serious. Okay. So it's probably John Alby saying, "Yeah, I have the coat." I bet you it is. <laughs> I, uh, put the coat back in. Back. Put the coat out. Put back. the coat back. Put, put the candle back. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is uh, this is a little piece, uh, and I, I I would give credit, but I don't know who this gal is. But I love this. Here we go. When socialism arrives, you're going to want to be ready to look at the glass as half full, even if the glass is empty, or even if there is no glass, because you're starving to death. Here are nine upsides to socialism you might not have considered. Number one, you can finally meet your weight loss goal. If these current trends hold, you'll be down to a slim, girlish 75 pounds by the end of the month. Number two, your wife will be limited to only a couple of decorative pillows. Save the leather couch cushions to boil Pause for this for year's second. neighborhoods. By the way, I know I've mentioned this before, but what is it with chicks and pillows? Oh my oh, God. Oh no. What every every female. Uh, they, throw pillows. What? No, no, no. Not just throw pillows. No, dude. it's 20 of them. It's 30 of my them. My ex, I would say, can I, is there you room don't for have, me on a bed? You, they don't make a bed big enough no. for enough pillows that they want on that friggin' bed. So where do I sleep? No, they're, no, they're, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm telling you. They don't want you to sleep. Wait, are men and women different? Oh, yeah. You Continue, think? please. You think? Don't soup festival. Mmm. <laughs> Number three, kids aren't nearly as noisy when they're dehydrated. For big families living under socialism, silver linings abound. Number four, everyone is happy. Because if you're not, straight to the gulag you go. This girl's voice. I'm happy. I swear. <laughs> Number five, you'll meet all kinds of nice people while standing in the bread line. Broaden your horizons. Or should we say, bread in your horizons? <laughs> eh? Ooh. Eh? <laughs> I thought it was funny. She's funny, man. I yeah, like she's her. funny. She's funny. I like she's her a lot. pretty happy. But there you go. Socialism uh, upside. And I, I'm going to go to break with this. We'll get to play a, a couple minutes of this song or 97, whatever the hell we have time for. It's been a while because I, I, I heard Gulag and I had to. Let's let's pay a little homage to Lori Downey Jr. And this is her opus when it comes to reimagining the, the song <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. Uh, yeah th- okay. Yeah. I got it. Okay, you got it. Here we go, and we'll uh, we'll be this after back on Outlaw Radio. Imagine there's no bread. It's easy if you try. No tacos or hot sauce. Yeah. 